0: Once upon a time, there was a huge eel lying across the river. Water was blocked by the eel and started to flood over everywhere. The water level kept rising, and all the lands became sea. Even mountains were flooded by the water. People can only run to the tallest Konun mountain for shelter. When people were worried about the water, a big crab came to them and said that he can help if they give them a gift he will eat. People asked him what he wanted. The crab crawled over to the women sitting around the fire and looked over between their legs. The women realized the gift it wanted immediately, so they plucked out some pubic hair and gave it to the crab as a gift. The crab was satisfied and left. It then went to search for the huge eel as it promised. Upon seeing the eel, it felt a crave to hide himself first. Then it used its claws to nib the belly of the eel. The eel turned a bit, and the crab suddenly used all of its strength to pinch the belly button. The eel was terrified, turned over, and struggled, only to fall to the severe pain. And the block on the river was cleared. The flood finally ended.
1: Hello, welcome to an episode of the Islanders Podcast. My name is James. And my name is Daniel. And my name is Yan. So what are we going to talk about today? I'm sure we just heard the, the crazy <laughs> the story. story. Yeah. And
0: so what is our topic today? Today we're going to talk about mythologies and especially the mythologies of uh, Taiwanese Aboriginal tribes. So there are uh, 16 Aboriginal tribes nowadays in Taiwan, and many of them have their own mythologies and traditional stories. So the stories you've heard before the, before the intro was one of the, their like traditional mythologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. As you've heard, the blob there is pretty crazy. So, wow. how how did you feel when you first hearing? I'm first hear first hear, hear me tell this story. So,
2: what's yeah. what's the hidden meaning hidden meaning of the pubic hair?
1: Yeah, pubic hair. I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't seen this story before, uh-huh. and I, I must say that I'm in shock right now at the moment <laughs> because yeah. it's such a crazy story. Like at first, yeah. I thought like the, oh the eel and then the flood, all yeah. was oh, quite normal, and then the pubic hair <laughs> yeah. suddenly came out yeah. into the picture, and I was scared, yeah. quite honestly.
2: So why yeah. did the big crab want the like, pubic hair?
1: No, i, I we will never know. You know that I is know. not the point of the yeah. story. Yeah. Okay, yeah. is it? We we should not dwell on that. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. the only problem is. And why why this story? Why why do we have to learn about this story? Yeah and, yeah yeah. And what does it mean actually? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I believe maybe at first um, the the mythology, the story itself was like um, there's some flood came and they're trying to um, like run away from the ran away from the flood. They came to the, the the mountain I've told. But yeah, they just add some other elements inside there. <laughs> so yeah, it's I become a it was crazy story. like they,
1: they were like praying for good luck. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. somebody helped them with the typhoon or something, yeah, with the yeah, flood yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's some god or like some spirits in the mountain or something. Yeah, my pubic hair really <laughs> threw me off. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so there are a lot, of, a lot more crazier stories Sorry. than this. And mm-hmm. so today we're going to share a lot of these some stories, theory. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Is is there any other mythologies like these kind of crazy stories you've heard about, heard about? Not only maybe not only about Taiwanese aboriginals, maybe in other cultures you've heard about. Um, actually, recently on Reddit, uh-huh. I saw a post yeah. about
1: bears. Oh, bears. bears. Yeah. So, what what do you know about bears? Yeah, bears. Huge creatures? Yes. Yeah,
0: they're they're huge creatures. Yeah, scary creatures. I think yes. for Taiwanese and people, they're yeah. like um, danger- dangerous, dangerous um, mm-hmm. anim- mm-hmm. wild animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, actually, the the word bear
1: uh. actually it's not does not mean the animal directly. Oh, okay, okay, so the oh, really? bear. Uh, yeah. If we look at its etymology of the word, uh-huh. it it actually means the brown one.
2: The brown one. The brown one. The brown one. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, because they were scared to call its name <laughs> uh, the name of the animal okay. bear okay. because they were scared that it would summon the bear. <laughs> uh, okay. so, so what is its original name? It's original, I don't know its yeah, origin no, no, name. The name. Yeah, there's a yeah. Greek word for it, but okay. it's very difficult to pronounce. Okay, okay. And also people say that that word might also just mean destroyer.
0: Ah, yeah. They bring like bad luck or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, it just mean destroyer. Okay. So like we don't oh, know the original yeah. name of a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in some cultures, they call it the honey eater. <laughs> honey the it's honey quite, cute, yeah. the quite honey cute. sounds cute. It like yeah. sounds like we need a pool, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's cute. So yes, yeah, so that yeah. that was a quite cool, cool story, uh-huh, but uh-huh. a it, little bit like Voldemort, if you've watched <laughs> yeah, 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 Harry, Potter, Harry Potter, Potter before, like people were scared of the one or something, they you know, call talking them. about yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the the things that they were scared of, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: I think in traditional culture, like ancient people, they somewhat believe in there's some magic power in words and in the sayings, right? Mm-hmm. So if you call someone, and especially in names. Yeah. So I think, I think I've read uh, um, a series of fantasy novels that I think Earthsea series or something. They mm-hmm. believe that um, there's ki- some kind of power in names. So um, I think the main goal of the characters in that story is they're trying to find their true name of themselves so they can gain much more powerful magic power mm-hmm. of themselves. Yeah. yeah so definitely,
1: cool. I read a lot of like yeah. the fantasy novels. Like, yeah. They were based on in like prehistoric times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the humans were just. humans Humans. like maybe like a a long long time ago in the prehistoric ages in the ice ages yeah so they were very afraid to call the animals by their names yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so like a lot of the animals had like um like a token or like some some other different nickname yeah uh, just to protect them from the spirits Mm -hmm. the evil spirits of mother nature oh yeah so that is sort of like the same, the same thing. is what we we're talking about. But
2: that. eventually, bear became becomes beca- bear.
0: Yeah, yeah. It became <laughs> the meaning of. <laughs> 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 eventually, yeah, we yeah. learn
1: how to use fire, and we overcame yeah, yeah, like these yeah, animals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so we can call them now. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Bears, tigers. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It's
2: no longer the original name of
1: yeah, bear. Yeah, it's it's the brown one. Yeah, I think that while
0: Mother Nature is actually dangerous and cruel. Yeah. To I think ancient ancient human human mm-hmm. the people just. Afraid of something that can (laughs) hurt them. Yeah, Yeah,
1: so actually a lot of the stories that in Taiwan also, Uh, or in like a lot of stories, they talk about uh, Mother Nature. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. And how human is scared of Mother Nature. Yeah. Or like very respectful of Mother Nature. Yeah. Right. So a lot of stories, like your story is talking Mm. about the Flood. Because here in Taiwan, you know, we have a lot of like, Typhoon. typhoons, and on the mountains, it's very easy to flood. Yeah. So they would often have maybe festivals to yeah, pray yeah. to the to the Mother Nature. Yes. Uh, to to relieve this, the floods, right? Yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like some beliefs or like religions kind of start started from these kind of small bits of stories. They mm-hmm. aggregate into like bigger part of the culture and yeah. become one of their beliefs.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So like um. Respecting like animal spirits, yeah, or mm-hmm. like the spirits of Mother Nature, is a common theme across all the tribes, all the yeah, different yeah, tribes yeah. of Taiwanese Aboriginals, right.
0: right? I believe that also that also the the same in different uh, part of the world, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe like in American American culture, yeah, definitely
1: yeah. they have yeah. like also respect to animals, yeah, and yeah. to Mother Nature,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um. Beside of these kind of stories, it is quite interesting their plot, their stories. But I think there might be some like functions or like uh, why did they made these kind of stories? I think they're, they're, they should have some meanings or they want hmm. to tell their um their descendants or like they want to pass on uh, different knowledges to them so do you think is there any any like examples you've heard about that pass on um kind of knowledge to their um to their uh, offsprings right
2: i'd assume that the story just told is to is to try to try to memorize the origin of the tribe so Uh why did they came to the mountain okay so let's try to memorize this this region yes okay, so
0: they uh, kind of use these stories to tell their offsprings that they come they came to the mountain because of the flood and those um, events happened yeah, throughout so the story battle between two monsters uh-huh, uh-huh maybe maybe that's part of it mm-hmm. and i think some so some stories there are actually i think is a is a carrier of their knowledge so one of another stories um also, from the same tribe, the Zhou tribe from Taiwanese Aboriginal here, I want to share with you is a story about leather making. Leather, leather making? Leather making. Okay, okay so let He's very practical. Yeah, very practical. Yeah, so let's just. Like uh, making wallets yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, okay so just um, hear about this story here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was a spring around the village of Lanunyangsuana village. It was a name of the Zhou, one of the Zhou tribe. So. Each evening, there would be a buck by the stream and drinking water, and the buck was seemed like the leader of animals. So all animals have to wait for the buck to finish drinking, so they can go to sip some water from the spring. It's just like a Lion buck King is the male deer, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the it, one with horns. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just like some Lion King um, theme, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the So the elders of the tribe, they always warned their people that they should never try to hunt the buck because they think the buck was very, well, it was um, the king of the forest. forest. Yeah. Yeah. However, there are some youngsters that their two brothers, they were hunters and they were so excited about the hunting skills they have and they left the warning behind. So they want to try to hunt the buck. They waited beside the spring for the buck to come. And that evening, the buck came as Mm. well. They raised up their bow and preparing to take the shot only to find the buck grow to three or four times of its original size. It's just like expanded its, its size. The hunters were panicked and shot their arrows. The huge buck was hurt, howling and sprinting back into the forest. They followed its bloodshed to track it down, and they found it staying under a larger tree, chewing some ivy leaves, trying to heal its wound by the arrows. So the hunters were so terrified to find it that it was actually a buck monster, one of the greatest spirits of the mountain. That it has its own conscience and it knows how to heal himself. So they want to they want to leave. So they attempt to leave quietly. They were, however, they were spotted by the buck monster. The buck grabbed one of the old, older brother and hung him over the, over on the tree, then rubbing him on the trunk and told the younger one. Of the brothers It's just rub Keep rubbing And (laughs) and say This is how You should treat The skin of animals To make leather So that was how Zhou people learned How to make leather From animal skins what? Okay. <laughs> Interesting What?
2: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: took a weird turn right there yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I've never thought of the plot would be. <laughs> yeah, I thought
1: it was uh, just hunting the animal And then yeah. the, the tribe was cursed or something yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah And you have to afraid of the mother nature yeah, But then he became a teacher, <laughs> a teacher suddenly, suddenly
1: And told him how
2: to make
0: leather Leather yeah. Wow,
2: that is very cool
0: That's very cool He's
2: really a generous buck
0: Yeah, yeah And, all, mm-hmm. and, and also uh, the tribe of Zhou uh, In all Taiwanese aboriginal is famous of its leather-making skills. No, so I feel like the elders of the
1: village are just, you know, <laughs> on some weird kind of, maybe some kind of so plans... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at that time And just made up the yeah, story To yeah. teach their child Children yeah. right
0: I think it's some, some sort um, Storytelling of to the Younger children Maybe maybe yeah. small kids They want to Like make them believe That mm-hmm. oh, we're, we're good at this And j- j- Just to tell them some morals Teach them yeah, some morals Or something maybe, maybe like a
1: Like a story yeah. Like a moral yeah. story From the elders uh-huh, uh-huh. You know Trying to tell <laughs> Trying yeah. to tell the kids A, a weird, story weird story Or a crazy story Yeah That may also be possible
2: Because I think because this story Is so crazy And so funny so, So they use this plot To attract like oh yeah, yeah 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 to learn this skill
0: okay so, mm-hmm. so the story Probably, yeah, yeah this maybe the story the plot itself is trying to like uh, make people interested about what's going to happen mm-hmm. and, yes. but the but the important stuff the knowledge stuff was that uh, was <laughs> like kind was of also put also into, also put into, put it, into yeah. this yeah so the
1: elders are quite smart uh-huh, uh, making yeah. empty stories yeah now maybe these stories might be true we don't know for yeah, sure yeah but definitely a cool story cool story. yeah definitely a one that uh, you would tell your kids, and then your kids will tell their kids. Yeah, and yeah. And so I think yeah. that, you know, has the purpose
0: of like getting the knowledge across, right? Yeah. And I think uh, they don't have like writings or they don't have alphabets, right? So mm-hmm. it's hard for them to It's colloquial. Like, yeah.
1: Like people talk to each other and then talk to their kids. Yeah. Like they're spread like this yeah. way, right? So kind of yeah.
0: record their knowledge inside mm-hmm. these kind of stories to pass on to the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, have you have you heard about the like Nian monster in Chinese culture? Like every every year, we have to Chinese people have to go Nian. So yes. there's a story about Nian con- monster, right? Yes. So when I was grown up, I found that the Nian monster story is actually a, like a moral story to, to to ask kids to um to uh, be well on on the holiday and to uh, follow the instruction of your parents or something. I think lots of stories work like that way to try to make kids believe in mm-hmm. what people telling like in the different cross. cultures have different yes. ways to yeah. uh, treat kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like
1: in Taiwan, we have the Nian monster, is yeah. to tell kids to behave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in America, they have Santa Claus. Yeah, it's it's also exactly. tell kids to behave, yeah, but in a more positive way, yeah. right? So
0: you can get gifts or yeah. from the Santa Claus. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I want to tell you one about in Germany. Okay. So they have one scary Santa Claus. Here, <laughs> he comes um, at Christmas. Yeah. And his name is Krampus. 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 So okay. he has horns he has gold horns and he's a monster uh-huh. and he will eat the kids if you don't behave <laughs> on christmas <laughs> wow so it's very different from like from uh american, from american to german so that is a scary version of super yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah eating kids yeah yeah wow yeah, yeah. So, actually my favorite uh, chinese monster is taotie okay uh, so taotie oh. is a i think it's a big dog yeah yeah and so he he can eat everything okay? even a song so he's uh, very very uh he's he's always hungry all the time yeah and then he eats everything yeah yeah and so, so greedy one, yeah that is one of my favorite uh,
0: uh, Chinese uh, monsters yeah that's cool yeah I think Chinese culture there's the uh, there I think there's a book called San hyching yes that, um it's uh, the book of mountain and sea that collects every kind of monster legend stories inside it and I, I think that's it's quite cool to find um some there are some paintings on it some um illustrations and uh, and uh, text ca- text recordings on it, so yes. it's cool to read that. But bo- read that, but like a
2: bird with a human head. Yeah, human yeah, head, yeah. Or the enormous bird, like it's about maybe one kilometer long.
0: Yeah, and all these kind of monsters are quite strange, but yes. uh, but interesting, attractive. I would say, <laughs> if you know about their nature or something, yeah. So there's another um, like another Taiwanese Aboriginal stuff I want to share with you guys. So it is um, it's not about stories, but it's about a culture of one of the tribes called Dawu tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dawu tribes lives um, on an island called Lan Yu. It's okay. In the southeastern part. It's a small of Taiwan. island out of Taiwan. Yeah. And then these people, yeah. they actually they make their own
1: canoes, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, really they're very special, cool. so the the male the male uh, members of this yeah. tribe they wear like fongs uh, okay in during the fishing season yeah and then they go to like diapers like white diapers, <laughs> white diapers and yeah. then like their cloth just um. Uh, folded around their groin their area, uh. and then they take these canoes, beautiful canoes that they make themselves and paint themselves, and then they go fishing, fly fly fish fishing, right? Yeah, fly fish, flying yeah, fish. Yeah, so they go catch flying fish. Yeah, yes. Yeah,
0: that's that's really cool. So that is the Dao people. Yeah,
1: and so you have some stories you want to tell about
0: them. Yeah, so in their culture, their uh, interesting part is that there is a, a concept called emotional landscape that was discovered by some anthropologists. Uh, scholars that um, they try to dig into their cultures, their knowledge. So, what is emotional landscape? It's uh, that there, there there are some places on the island that were actually co- connected to some like feelings or memories of their own clan or tribes, the, the like um, aggregational memories to themselves. So, uh, there are some examples I want to share with you guys. So, there's a place called. Um, uh This place is um is a place of loving, love stories, or um trying to um make people meet together. So, so they
1: associate different feelings or different yeah. situations to different places, places. in their yeah. island, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's another another place called Jimakapala is a place that will cough that will make you cough make you cough so like in their culture they will if they're passed through maybe they're not going going there but if they're passed through this area they will cough so that's weird <laughs> yeah th- this affect their like daily life behavior yeah in in such a, a spatial way I would say yeah so there's a there's some cool another cool example here is there are there are two places called dopiapia uh, lang and lang it's the name of a better rock and a bad rock so they kind of uh, attach meanings to those places so mm-hmm. this rock is better and this rock, rock is, is bad, bad. so okay. um and they, there are some, they're just, they're just just feelings so I will feel that rock was better and that rock was bad mm-hmm. so um it's no matter what the circumstances it's it it uh fit into you, you just you just feel this rock is better. So when we're when maybe when Dao people they're arguing with each other, I think you're the bad one. They will refer to you as the bad rock. It's really subjective. Yeah. So yeah, because so they will use location reason. as an adjective as, for people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. And this other kind of descriptions. That's quite special for for us to understand it. It's quite different, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and also there are some places are related to their like uh, traditional uh, mythologies or legends or like some kind of witch um, witchcraft, you know So there's a place called One. is that you, this place, when you touch on this, the rocks, stones or any other nature things here the weather will change Mm-hmm yeah. So if maybe if they wanted some like they they want the weather be became become better, they will go there to to have a celebration or praying to to the Mother Nature to having the weather change. So the locations actually affect their daily life in a very special, a very cool way. Yeah. So there are also some um, stor- some places are attached to the stories they have. Um. One one of them is. A place called Doseb Jitewan is there the story is, is that there's a big bird. It was um it takes a a pig on its its um on its claws and wants to uh, want to feed its children. children. Mm-hmm. And there are two Dao people there are two Da'u people follows this bird to go to a far very far away place and the birds um finally just let go of the pig to um to give to these two hunt these two Dao people so the story is just like this it's not a very special story or a very cool story or somewhat so they also associate stories with yeah. the location but, right? but, but this story is mm. just associates with, with that, that location. location okay yeah so if they want to think if they think about it you want to take a a thing to a far away, pl- a p- far away place. They will associate to this story this and location, then associate right. to this location. Mm-hmm. So it's like a- f-
1: It's a very cool approach to memory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. memory and memory's relation to location, yeah. which we, we rarely we have anyway. these kind of things, right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they also like make me think about another question is that if they leave the island of Lan Yu, how can they like um comprehend all the all the other things they they meet in the new area they they found so i I know i also know that there is some also there's some emotional landscape around the sea so because they're live on the island like where they catch
1: fish or something like that yeah so they're very they're very like marine they're very kind of marine uh, tribe yeah so they live by the sea and uh live with the sea yeah
2: yeah Mm -hmm. So how do you think about this kind of culture? It's really unique. Um, Even though in our society, Uh. we may give some locations some meanings. Like um, if if you are trying to break out with your girlfriend, girlfriend, you can bring her to the big Buddha in Zhanghua Uh because Luma has a lot, that place could and can break the relationship between us between a couple. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that is I think like unlucky places. Which yes. is somewhat different to what this
2: is trying to sure. say. Yeah. I think it's, it's quite different. But it's not very emotional, I would say. Mm-hmm.
1: It's yeah. kind of
0: a belief or like it's just a superstition. superstition. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. But for this it's basically based on their stories of their ancestors and of their memory. Yeah. Of yeah. their collective, collective memory. Memories. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. think that is very, very interesting and right in in our current society we have less of this like collective memory yeah and i think our like people mm. the relationship between people and people are are much less um, strong, distance. Yeah. much less strong uh, compared yeah. to them yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. because they're another reason because they only live on the island right mm-hmm. so they, maybe their clans their families right. are all maybe everybody there. is related yeah, yeah so like yeah.
1: in our current culture it's something to behold it's quite quite special
0: yeah, yeah. so is, it, is there any other like aboriginal stories you've heard about or you w- would like to share with our listeners
2: well the most the most common story I heard before is like the original of the tribe. Normally, the the ancestor of the tribe will follow some animal to some specific place. And the ancestor found this place really ideal. It has water, it has a shelter, Uh and it has some um, animal to hunt. good land for us to to, to plant plants, to plant agriculture. yeah, from, like the,
0: yeah. in the, from the Tao people, Tao tribe, I think they live in a lake in mm-hmm. middle of Taiwan and yes. I think they, they have this legend that how do they found the lake, right? Yeah, so, so they mean, will they follow mean, specific animals like, yeah, like, boars like, boars or yeah, like yes, uh, or like snakes. Hmm. Some some tribes in
1: Taiwan, they uh, worship snakes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a, a poison snake. Yeah. yeah, a toxic snake. Yeah and so that is I think I, I would like to learn more about this kind of culture yeah and so maybe next time we will share more stories with you okay and we want to know if you have any like local aboriginal stories or like stories that your parents or grandparents told you but yeah. you've never you know never realized why why they want to tell this story yeah maybe you can share that, those with us and we would love to hear your stories mm. and so we'll see you next week bye bye goodbye <laughs>